It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to the Go Birds Pod, a radio.com podcast about your beloved birds. What's going on, everybody? This is the Go Birds Pod, episode 173. I am Elliot Shore Parks in the driver's seat tonight. My, my third time now. I'm feeling a little bit more like a experienced driver. Third we time's right. the charm, man. Third time is the charm. <laughs> I like how when you start it, you just slam yeah. the table. Like, What's I, I get going a, on, A little people. bit of energy, you know? It's but good. like, just I did touch. pass my driver's test on my second try. So yeah. Oh, I'm really? Like, oh. Yikes. <laughs> yeah. What, did you guys pass on your first? Yeah. Of course. Yeah, I did. Do you <laughs> know why I failed? Yeah, uh, please. I couldn't find the emergency, like, um, <laughs> high beams. <laughs> The emergency high beams, or the just the high beams. I oh, guess. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was yeah. like, I didn't the know. Emergency it. high beams. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now I know why you failed your test. No good. Yeah. But yeah, so episode one seventy three, go birds. We have some actual football stuff to talk about. Nigel Bradham released Darius Slay rumor. And then I want to talk to you guys about both Malcolm Jenkins and Zach Ertz because I think that when we talk about the off season, we talk about the receivers, the cornerback position. Actually, the two biggest decisions they have to make are Malcolm and Zach Ertz. So I want to talk to you guys about that. But okay. of course, I want to start with we are here at the beautiful. Parks Casino. The Velvet Rope's still here, too, by the way. The Velvet Rope is that. still here. It looks like we're at an autograph signing, but yet <laughs> no one has... signed one, yeah. by the way. Wow. Got a major High Hopes what fan in the yep. house. Yeah. It's High Hopes season now, too. It is. You're damn right. You're damn right it is. You're All right, so right. Parks Casino, and this is going to be my first attempt. Barcher, you do such a great job at this. <laughs> to explain to you guys what Parks Casino can do for you. If you haven't already, you can download the Parks Casino Sportsbook app now. Or you can go to parkscasino.com slash PA. You can use our promo code BIRDS, and you get a first free risk bet up to $500. So if you bet 500 bucks, you bet essentially get 500 for free, right? That's exactly. how it works. Sure, yeah, in, in account credit, I believe. Yes, it in account is. account credit, so there you go. So you so can see the website for details in case I'm doing a poor job explaining <laughs> it, which I mostly am. But at the end of the day, you download the Parks Casino Sportsbook app, you put in BIRDS, you get free money, and you make a bet. 
It's really it's all you need to know. Pretty, pretty yeah. simple. Yeah. So the and the free five hundred bucks, you can't just like you know go home and pocket that home. Yeah, it's a good credit. An opportunity. Well, that's what I'm saying. Just right. to go keep the profits yeah. and spend crazy on parlays on on the XFL if you want or college basketball. A lot of things coming up. So yes, Elliot is right in that case. So I got it mostly right. You well, be, you also have to be twenty one. That's what I was about get, to say. Oh, okay. Ah. So this Tell is my third time hosting the show. First time reading this. This is good. Parks Casino Sportsbook app, promo code BIRDS, must be 21. And if you have a gambling problem, guys, call 100Gambler. Yeah, there Set it is. Up. Well there done. It's no day like today to take care of that gambling problem. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, so I want to get some podcast reviews per normal. We actually got a lot of reviews about the food, th- the food things Ooh, we have been good. talking okay, about. Okay, fantastic. All right, so first one is Food Choices by Chet Manley 5000. Five stars. What's up, Chet? Says, Shout out to the five stars. You'll like this one, James. I like how ESP won't try a blueberry bagel because he's not a kid, <laughs> but doesn't want lasagna because it might come out of the oven too hot. Yep. Well done, sir. Yeah. That is a good call. Yes. Thank Just you for that. Your down blueberry bagel bagels. take was ass. Yeah, it was pretty You're crazy. fine with cinnamon raisin, but not blueberry, which is like, <laughs> yeah, it's right. different. I mean, like, cinnamon raisin to me, like, if I go to a it's grocery store. more childish, on, but sure. If I go to a grocery store and I'm looking at bagels, overall, the suggestions are mostly going to be plain everything and cinnamon raisin. Like, it's a basic bagel. A blueberry is a child's bagel. Yeah, you just don't have enough bagel knowledge is the problem. Who's yeah. Jewish here? Come on. My yeah, people seriously. invented bagels. That's fair. I know. I'm trying thin bagels this week. Have you ever tried They're those? fantastic. They're it, very good. Everything thin bagels is it's awesome. It's like a bastardized version of a bagel. It is. Yeah, it's just less I'm carbs. I'm a bagelman. Less More carbs. cheese. Yeah. Yeah. If you're a real bagelman, you don't go with a it. A real right, bagelman. next one, food suggestion, and then he put, well, dessert in all caps. So he <laughs> like is it. Okay. Here. It was a long review, but I'm basically just going to shout out this guy because he clearly had a point to make from Mills903, five stars. I believe he has the same Twitter account with the same handle. If that's true, thank you, sir. Real yes. quick, you guessing 903 is the area code he lives in? in that would be indeed. my guess. Indeed. Let me it know, make sense. Mills. I'm intrigued. Yeah. Because it could just be a number that matters to him. So he says- Could have been born on September 3rd. Anyway. Would ahead. be Texas if that's true. Can I read the review? Yes, you yeah, can. Please, please. He said, <laughs> if you guys are cheesecake fans, there's a great place in Elkin Park, PA, called the Cheesecake Lady. It is phenomenal. So I, I read this because he took the time to give us five stars and wanted to give this place a shout, so I'm going to do it. But how do you guys feel about cheesecake? I uh, love cheesecake. I can take it or leave it. I like the bottom of it, like the cracker bottom. <laughs> of course you do. I'm not as big on like the top. I'm so a an upside down cheesecake. Man. I my uncle lives right near Elkins Park, PA, so uh, it's good to know. Uh, it's got glowing reviews all over the place. So oh, I'm sure it's great. So shout out to the cheesecake we'll have to lady. Check it out. Uh, it I'll has ask for 80, just the bottom. 83 five star ratings uh, from uh, from Yelp. So I'll, I'll ask for just. Could you scrape out the cheesecake the part a little and just bit give me that crusts? <laughs> yeah. Good. All right. Last one. This is based off something we were talking about last week that I still feel pretty strongly about. But nickname for Scangarello. This is from Shane B. One one eight five stars. I've heard him call. I don't know. I've heard him called just Skangs multiple times. Oh, Skangs. Okay. Don't I believe a fellow coach has referred to him as that, but I could be wrong. Don't hate it. How do we feel about Skangs? Skangs is okay. It's I'm fine. I prefer Skango still. I'm yeah. going to call him Skango personally. Yeah, I think James <laughs> has to stay I'm with gonna Skango. I'm going to die on this hill. I'll be the only one calling him Skango, but you know what? That makes it special. Skags is too close to Spags for Skangs. me. Yes. Oh, Skangs. I agree with you on that. I agree Skangs with you. Spags is still I agree with like you. Them, He's Spags. Let him have it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it, I'm, I'm still going to call him Skango too. I'm still big on the no nickname until it comes organically. Okay. Like, I think you're forcing it. I will say Skango is Skango to me is the clear... Skango and Shane, whoever it's catchy, and, and yeah. From a couple of weeks ago, whoever had mentioned that, like I can't Skango get that out of my head. Every, every time that there's a huge Skango play. Skango and Cash. Skango and Cash is Not nice bad, too. Right? <laughs> what reference is that? Stop. Oh my God, I'm leaving. <laughs> Bye. That's it. 
What one is it? Never heard of Tango and Cash before? No. <laughs> John actually left. <laughs> he's walking. He's really committing to this bit right here. He walked a, really far away. Band? Way far away. That yeah, I, he walked far he away. He asked if, if Tango and Cash was a man. <laughs> no, 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 a band. A band. Oh, a band. No. Okay. It's not What band. is just, it? Just, just, just look up Sylvester Stallone, IMDb, and, and Kurt Russell. Is it a IMDb. movie? Yes, it's what a movie. What do you movie. think? He just told you Sly was Jesus. in it. Yeah, that's, what, that's what tipped me off. <laughs> so, I mean, what, what movie? Your deductive reasoning is special. Amazing. Okay, Oh my I god! Should have known. And as Negative we're doing seven, this, probably when it was born, John Taffer just tweeted out a picture with Sylvester Stallone. I mean, the universe I'm wanted sure this to happen. I'm sure he's seen the movie. How old is John Taffer? I don't know. Probably like sixty. Yeah, something. there you go. Yeah. Probably watch it growing up. <laughs> if nothing else, you've heard of it. Now I've heard of it. <laughs> good. I'm happy. Tango and Cash. It's called yeah. Yeah. Tango right. and Cash. Sounds good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was so derisive. My review sounds yeah. good. Yeah, so yeah. Did you Make watch sure. Mary Mattel yet, by the way? It's not Saturday. Wow. Yeah. Not oh, yet. Wow. Ouch. I know. You yeah, said seven days was what you told me from Saturday. Where are we on our list, by the way? Should we, should well, we be? Well, so on what, Saturday. Have you listened to Snoop Dogg On Saturday, he promised no. me. <sighs> he said in, within seven days, I will watch I'll Mary Mattel. I'll do it Friday Sally. during the day. Okay. All right. We'll be a, Harry be a lot of questions. Sally on Hulu. Yeah. How yeah. long is it? Like an hour and a half? Hour and a half. Yeah. Like that. All right. Might even be an it's hour like and twenty nine minutes. Ninety minutes is nothing for when, a movie. Yeah, when they used to make good good movies that were entertaining and understood the audience. Yeah, that was fun. Friday, I'll watch Harry Met Sally. I can't All wait. Right. When Harry Met Sally. I All can't right, wait. let's get to the news of the day. Eagles make their first, I would say, big move of the offseason. Obviously, not coaching staff related. They don't pick up the op- option on Nigel Bradham, so he's gone. His four years are over with the Eagles. Saves him four and a half million dollars in cap space. Leaves five and a half million in dead cap space. But ultimately, you still increase their number by four and a half million. So they're up to forty-four and a half million dollars. I'll ask you. I'll start with you, John. Okay. Is this a bigger loss than people think? Because I think it's easy, especially during the off season, for people to say, "Oh, nice, they got rid of Bradham and saved four and a half million." But those same people were saying during the year, "Well, we're missing Bradham," and you're talking <laughs> about during the week. Yeah. So like, you have to replace them. So. Is this a bigger loss than people are maybe taking it initially? Uh, I don't think so, and only because and there are two polarizing sides, I think, when it comes to Eagles Twitter, and linebackers are important and linebackers are not important. So every time that you know you heard maybe Nigel was leaving and then finally you got the report that he wasn't going to get picked up, everybody just assumed, like, okay, who can we draft a, a, at 21 that's a linebacker? And you just go, no, this is – they've been telling us for a very long time that they do not care about the linebacker position. That's why I started – Hashtag no LB defense because that's where the NFL is going to go. Um, they've already shown us that two former safeties are better for this game uh, right now than uh, than Nigel Bradham, who had amazing uh, you know cover skills since he came in in 2016. Those have obviously deteriorated uh, a little bit ever since you know after the Super Bowl he's been injured. I still think he's a good player. I just you know for nine million dollars or whatever it was going to be, this is this makes the most sense in the world to me. Uh, the fact that you know you saw Edwards come up, that you know Riley was was serviceable. You just need serviceable linebackers now, uh, and, and that's and guys that can cover. Uh, I, I don't think you know uh, Nigel can do both of those things. It's just a, more of a price thing. I'm not worried about you know filling his role or anything like that though. Jameson. Yeah, I, I'm not too worried either. I I don't know if I'm hashtag no lbs or whatever. <laughs> I think I do think Four, he's one, six, linebackers, baby. but I think for the price again, he's going to be 31 by the team time the season rolls around. He's got a lot of wear and tear on those tires. And look, he just hasn't been the same player the last two years. He was awesome the Super Bowl year. Shout out to Nigel Bradham. Love you, bro. Like seriously, yeah. a big part of that Super Bowl team. You know, had some of the, that Carolina game. 
that season was one of the better games an Eagles linebacker has played in my lifetime that I remember. I appreciate everything, but he really hasn't been the same guy the last two years. He's had trouble staying on the field the last two years. He's also a dumbass off the field, as we know. <laughs> I just think for the price, I'm okay with them moving on from Bradham, but I'm not as... I'm not as like, oh, they don't even have to worry about linebacker. I do think I do think you have to do something there, and I'm intrigued to see how they go about filling that spot. Day but three UDFA. as far as this specific player at that price, I'm okay from that moving on. So my thing is, I think I still think Bradham can play. I would be surprised if they had a linebacker next year that played at a higher level than what Bradham did this year for them. Bradham was not perfect. He obviously had the injury concerns, but I still still think he played at a pretty high level when he was out there this year yeah to me the fact that they moved on from him for only four and a half million in cap space when you already had 40 million tells me this was more about nigel the person than it was nigel the player uh there was the report last year that he missed the one preseason game because he missed the bus which was um, a big deal yes that, that kind of just kind of went away and that yeah. really bothered me and at least personally and again like I always think about this when, whenever Ike Reese or John Ritchie say anything about like his former players, what a big deal it was for him just literally not to show up for the bus and come. Yeah, Ritchie and then, was like really upset yeah, about it. Yeah. And then to say that he was sick and then like, so there's always been off the field stuff with Nigel. I personally think that he's only ever remained here because Jim Schwartz wants him. I think this is just finally how he just laid it down and said, look, we're not keeping him anymore. So I actually think this is, look, not a significant loss because it's, he's a linebacker and all that, but like, he was their best linebacker by far, and now they have to replace him. And, like, when they let Kendricks go, you know, everyone's like, all right, nice, Kendricks is gone. But they've had issues with linebacker since he was gone. I don't think replacing Nigel is going to be overly easy. And I would also caution people that think that they're just going to go out now and sign a linebacker or value it. Like, I think the linebackers to start week one next year are going to be TJ Edwards and Nate Carey. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't think that and, – and maybe – like, I, I, I don't – if they spend any resources on linebacker day one or day two, I'm going to be very upset. Like, there's no reason well, to go I would, and do that. Why would you be upset? Yeah, like, if they, if me and Patrick Queen, I mean, that guy's out of If they, yeah, I, I guess if he slips or something, I don't sure. know. Sure, yeah, if he slips, then it, then it becomes a little intriguing, and that might change once we get to free agency, and maybe there's some trades to to solidify some of those things. But you know, I think you can find good linebacker play anywhere you know i think they are the new running backs and and to inv- and they have to be far and above everyone else and everyone else's needs on this team for them to draft a linebacker high i wouldn't put a ton of resources into so it. where i disagree with and i i agreed with you a lot like we talked about this last offseason i still do mostly agree with your point but where i disagree with you is yeah you can find good linebacker play but if this team got like a game-changing linebacker somebody that they could like move around but like they're only going to do that if they invest in it now i don't think they will and that's what i think their strategy is but if i'm the eagles like Corey littleton if he hits the free agency market i'd have a ton of interest in bringing him in like he has the exact type of body they look for in a linebacker where he's like a little undersized he's really quick the dude makes plays like I'm seeing all these people on Twitter now like diminish like interceptions and sacks as if like those don't really matter. <laughs> yeah. Like Corey this Little- is a result things it's hard to right, process. Like, if Corey he's, Littleton you know, makes right. plays. Like yeah. if, and I just think if you gave Jim Schwartz a linebacker, like look at how he uses Malcolm Jenkins. He has a player in the secondary that he can move all over. Um, uh, even along the defensive line, he'll like move Brandon Graham inside. He'll do those type of things. Give him a linebacker. He can get creative with them, and I think you will see this defense take the next step. So Nigel was not that. It's going to be hard to find it, but if they took a linebacker at number 21 overall and it was like a guy that's going to come in and really help the defense, I'd have no problem with that. I think that a game-changing linebacker is still something that even if they don't value it, like 
they're making a mistake because I do think it would take the defense in. I, I actually agree with you, Elliot, I, I, in the sense that I don't think you need a lot of good linebackers, but I think having one really good one makes a difference. And I think we saw that with Nigel Bradham in 2017. I mean, they didn't need Jordan Hicks because they had that one guy who could really kind of just yep. handle what was necessary. Dime looks, nickel looks, all that stuff. Like, I, I agree with you, Elliot. I think that, and we've seen it with a lot of guys. That's the other thing, too, is I think that they're projectable, like, it's rare that you see those guys taken high as a linebacker who don't produce. You know, if, if someone right. goes pretty high as a linebacker, they're generally a pretty safe bet to be a good player. And guys who just, again, like, tackles are important. You know, like, guys who you know are going to go out and make plays are important. And I think when you have a linebacker who's a playmaker, I do think that makes a difference. So I'm with you, Elliot, for, in, a, in a holistic sense. Uh, we have some semi-breaking news uh, regarding NFL uh, altogether here. All Pretty right. interesting, and I don't know how to feel about it. Uh, this is coming from Adam Schefter. The NFL payout, playoff structure is about to be changed. Under the new current CBA, yeah, wow, look at this. seven this teams too. from each conference will make the playoffs with only a bye week per conference. Sources tell ESPN it would go into effect in the upcoming season wow. or coming up on That's ESPN. That's a massive, that massive a change. Wait, so change. it would start this upcoming season. So 14 teams are going to be in the playoffs and, starting and this season. And more importantly, only one team gets a bye, making yeah. that one seed wow. so much more important. So let's break wow. this down. So, so it would be a, a one seed gets so the bye, and then it would be like two versus six. Yeah, Th and so it'd be two versus there'd be three seven. winners. Excuse me, two versus weekend. seven, three, three versus six, seven. four versus five. Yeah. So you have an extra wild card game the opening weekend, yeah. and then it, it filters down to four teams. And then it's so the playoff structure week by week would still say the same. You would just have one extra team and one less buy. Well, so one more playoff game that first weekend. And people are now suggesting this is also. It, I don't know if this kills the 17-game thing or enhances it, but people have both takes on sides with this news, saying, okay, if they're going to do this, then they're not going to add an extra game. But I don't know. I don't, I don't think know. it would have any sort of well, effect. I'm, what yeah. I'm surprised about is that they would do it so soon. Yeah, usually you would think they would like, like wait a year or, or something. something. Yeah, yeah, like baseball, when they talked about this, you know, obviously the, the and obviously it's not been confirmed or anything, but the proposed changes of adding wild card teams in baseball and the, the top team getting a bye and then picking their opponent – they were talking about that for 2022. Yeah. Right. So that's a few years out. I, I, I'm with you, Elliot. I, I think the fact that the change isn't as surprising as how quickly the change would go into effect. Well, and look, let's look at this from an Eagles perspective. This is great news for the Eagles. They're a team that the last two years has had to back <laughs> into the playoffs. Yeah. They're five and seven. Like, I mean, look, obviously you, you hope the Eagles go 13 and three and they're competing for that first spot. But, like, from what they've been for the majority of Doug's time here, like, this is good news for them. This well, increases their chances because they, they are the team that's been on the bubble. I mean, the last I think year. if nothing else, it makes it fat. Like the end of the season is going to be a lot more yeah. interesting. Not only do you have more teams get going for that last playoff spot, but teams that are both thirteen and three, if you know, who before would just be like, all right, those are the those are the two one seeds, yeah. are now fighting it out for that spot well, to the last like that of the part. season. But I, but I think that's why the NFL is thinking this because we looked at the last two weeks of the season and you're like, man, these games don't mean shit. Like no, the the teams that have it locked up are locked up for the most part. That rarely happens. Like yeah, but it's each still and every exciting. season. I mean, it's it's tough. Look, I don't think you'll ever come up with a structure where like eighty percent of the league is playing for something in the final two weeks. What I I like I like the more teams playing team. for something. Thing, it though. will, it yeah. will. And I, I do think that it, I mean, it's interesting in the sense that I appreciate that the NFL, which is the dominant league, is still thinking about change and, and whatnot in that yeah. sense. It's oh, interesting. Uh, there's more quotes coming in, and this is uh, the fullest story just Adam Schefter just posted. Um, that's been agreed to for a very long time, one source said, uh, with the CBA talks. There wasn't a lot of disagreement with this issue of adding wow. uh, teams. To, yeah, I think that makes sense for the owners. The players obviously want a shot. Um, 
Yeah, but that one seed, I think, I, is, I, I wonder how that works out. You know, I over don't the course like of time. only one team getting a bye. Neither do that I. That would be my initial take. Unless, on this. unless it's exciting when like the next week they both yeah. open at home. Like, I, so, I, if there is a rule in there that either the one seed or maybe even it makes sense that the two seed gets to pick their next opponent. Well, I'd be cool with that. Yeah. Like that idea that got floated around with baseball, I think oh, I it think would work. I think it's super better. fun. I yeah. know a lot of people think it's Mickey Mouse. I think it's fun. So how many games would there be opening weekend then? Because now so there's be, four there'd right be now. six now. There'd be six games opening weekend, three in each league, yep. and then the same amount of games after. You would still have four games the following week, two and one. So it doesn't change the amount of weeks, and it doesn't really change the second week and beyond. But it would just instead again one less buy one more team. So the basically, team half case. the team, half the league makes the playoffs now. Uh, a little, I mean, a little under still. Yeah, a little under still. I like it. I mean, it's more exciting it's, and, and all those things. But I'm not like. And this is the threshold because you can't you can't add uh, any more to this at that point. Otherwise, like then every team. Yeah, makes I agree. The you don't want to go yeah. too far and water down the product. Eight. Well. You know, as the high hopes host that we have here, I mean, baseball is the last team to add playoffs, if I'm not mistaken, right? To add Correct. a team. Yeah, the last I mean, week. how do you think that's impacted baseball? I mean, I think it's been great for baseball. I'm a huge fan of the wild yeah. card. I think the wild card has made it a lot more interesting over the last part of the season. But still, even being the last one to add teams, baseball still is the least percentage of its teams in the playoffs. So, right. you know, it, it's right. interesting. I think this is also... 100%, you know, whoever the... Who's the NFL uh, saddled up against to... Uh, gambling wise, because that's that's a that go, whoever's they're probably saying, hey, can we, there's there's obvious well, gambling motivation games, behind yeah. this too. It's more games to add to for Wild Card Weekend. They absolutely want. Yeah, to do and that. it's revenue too. You get yeah, an extra yeah. Play I think the game. revenue. I love because we, we get to come to Parks and bet on it on opening weekend. There you go. Should, should plan a trip around that. That should be fun. You anyway, can download the Parks Casino Sportsbook app and use promo code Birds. They're just like that. Baggity boom. And again, well, just to clarify, this is assuming the new CBA is agreed upon. Correct. This is a part of the new CBA. So this is yeah. not something that has been, a, you know, it does it seem is not like the CBA definitive is yet, agreed but it upon. does seem like that will right. happen and, and will likely be a part of it. All right. Well, back to news. And that is exciting. That's big. It'll be a, That's yeah, big. That's big that news. Big. That is like legitimate breaking news. Uh, unrelated, but the uh, AP, I'm pretty sure it was, has been given out like awards to sports writers over yeah. the last week. Like, how in the world does Adam Schefter not get nominated for the breaking news category? <laughs> how does it not be called the yeah. Adam Schefter like, breaking news category? Just over. name yeah. the award yeah. after him. Wooch. Yeah, or Woj. Woj. Yeah. Woj. Woj. Yeah. Name the award after him. It's w the Adam Schefter, Adrian yeah. Wojnarowski breaking news award. Is. is it one of those things right. where, like, it would so clearly be him that, like, like LeBron doesn't win the MVP every year? Yeah. Just I mean, like, look, what's Belichick's one coach here twice or right. something like that? Yeah. I'd Sure. It really struck me. But shout out to everyone that is nominated, knowing <laughs> clearly. <laughs> knowing you're the, the B-team <laughs> yeah, yeah. winner, yep. <laughs> All right, next uh, next topic. Okay. Darius Slay, another oh, Schefter news report. They're all Schefter They're news all Schefter, reports. yeah. <laughs> uh, the Detroit Lions are opening open to trading Darius Slay. They've talked to multiple teams about him. If you guys remember, the Eagles were rumored to be interested in Darius Slay at the trade deadline uh, last year. What do you guys think about Darius Slay? I like the idea of bringing him in. Um, again, proven playmaker. Like I know he had eight interceptions in one season, and it's been a, f a few years since then. I think he had only two or three last year. But the guy makes plays. He, if I'm going to give up a, fr you know, a second or third round pick for a guy, and I think it'll be more like a third, if not a fourth, and give him a big deal. I want him to be making big-time plays for me. What are your thoughts on Darius Slay? Yeah, I'm with you. I really, really like Darius Slay. He's someone who's kind of 29 years old, though. been stuck in Detroit yeah. and hasn't had a chance to really play any primetime games in his career. I think he's a 
big time player, a playmaker. Um, I, I think the the compensation is the key. If it's a third or a fourth. Yes, please, because I know you have to give him a deal on top. I'm not giving up a first for him for sure. Yeah, no. And no. even a second, I think, is a little maybe too rich for my second. blood. But I agree with you. If it's a third or a fourth, because of the new deal, I feel like it'll be less. I'd give up a fourth-round pick and give him a new deal. I would. I, I like that option. I think Darius Slay is a really good player. I mean, just to have a cornerback here who we could say, all right, take care of the team's best receiver just or take care of a side of the field and, and just to feel confident. That would be awesome. So I, I would be all for a Darius Slay trade. Third and fourth round picks don't matter. Well, they don't whoa, whoa, matter whoa, whoa, because whoa. you can get them back so quickly that like we have this insane value on what those things are. Can and you, then how, whoop, if how you many slide players up, on the Eagles could they trade for a third right now? Other than like you know like Carson and Fletcher and them like because oh, you cause you'd get first. But for that's that not money. the point. If they yeah, I mean like uh, Fletcher would cost more. I mean, uh, well, but I'm Carson saying like so. More. I don't, I don't think know. it's as easy. I don't. I think a third round pick is worth considerably more than a fourth round pick. Is my point. I, I agree with you, know. Elliot. Uh, I feel like third round picks are are, are fourth, valuable. Fourth to, to me. me is where it starts to teeter. But a third round pick, like you should be getting starters from the third round. If you're a yeah. good drafting team, yeah. Not if, you're, if, if it not picks if you're in the, the top the 100, line. if it's a top 100 yeah, top pick, 100. yeah, I feel like that's valuable. I'm with you, Elliot. I would lean that way too. I, I, I well, would not give up a third for Darius Slay. I would e easily do it because, and and everybody just overthinks this stuff all the time. You you have Namdi in your head. You have all these other different guys in your head. Listen, no, it, this this team traded a third for Ronald Darby. Second. Second for Ronald Darby? No, was it, it, was, a second? it was a third. It was a third. It was a third. Pretty sure it was a third. I thought it was and a Jordan second. Matthews. Even if it was a second. Then it was a second. No really. one, I don't think anybody would have been like, oh, God, it just made sense. You're like, oh, yeah, there's upside there. Look at his first year tape. His second year tape wasn't great. Let's take a, let's take a gamble on that. Darius Slay has proven time and time again that he's one of the most consistent corners in the league. Yes, he's probably just below that first tier. Darby was younger and cheaper at the time, he was, too, though. He was, but you, you're, you, you're taking a risk because you're not exactly sure. It's not... It's not a complete product. You don't know if he's going to fit in the system. Uh, Darius Slay, you've known about for a long time, and uh, he was the guy that covered Nelson Aguilar on the infamous Carson Wentz, you know, first interception, which I'm sure, you know, you had no complaints about. And you It was totally on Nelly and not, uh, you know, well, Carson Wentz. Well, I mean, you know, he did chuck it up the first drive of the <laughs> play of the series. Regardless but. of all that, um, Darius Slay would, would make you feel comfortable on one side of the football. You've got a, a pocket full of guys that you can fit at CB2. Um, I, I love it. Plus – gives you more flexibility just like you're talking about your you don't know if you're gonna have uh rodney back at all uh vante maddox can go to safety uh leblanc can go to slot like i i love getting darius lay in here i'm a, i would feel uncomfortable with the two but i would do it like that's my final stop there i i would do it for a fourth but the reason i don't think it's going to cost as much people think is a if Schefter's reporting this that the Lions are like really valuing him, valuing <laughs> yeah, him, hello. that means the Lions are telling Schefter <laughs> we're not going to trade him. Uh, for a of lot. course, which yes. means all right. So once you whittle it down, Slay's going to have some input on where he goes because of the fact that he's got to sign extension there. So you cross off teams there already. Then you look at teams that are willing to pay a soon to be a thirty year old quarterback a lot of money. Those are win now teams. Now now we have an extra playoff team. Maybe that list is longer. But I think ultimately you're not going to see it cost as much. As uh, as maybe some people project, so fourth round pick now, but what you're going to have to pay him is probably 14 million dollars a year, 15 million dollars a year, which is a lot of money for a 29 year old. But the good news is Eagles have the 40 million dollars in cap space. The next question I have for you guys, and this is more of like a convince me I'm wrong or okay. tell me, educate me, like what am I missing on Byron Jones? Because I hear people, I see people tweet about him, I talk to people. To me. The ultimate thing for Byron Jones is I've watched every game he's played against the Eagles, 
And I've never once either noticed him or gone into a game thinking, I'm worried about Byron Jones. So, like, is he a quality corner? Sure. Am I going to pay $17 million a year for a corner that has two career interceptions? No. So I would rather have Darius Slay than Byron Jones. I would, oh, too. Yeah, in a heartbeat. Same. I, right, I, can't well, I guess I'm I right. Never mind. And, and, but, but this is what I'm talking about because there are people that either have, like, the ex-cowboy thing already and they don't want Byron Jones. But the people that are just like, I, I that, uh, you know, or some believe that there is just throw money at Byron Jones because you don't have to give up the draft pick and it'll be fine and they're basically the same. I don't see that at all. Byron Jones is a guy that if you want to, like, reinvent your entire secondary and you want to bring Slay and him in, that's fine. Uh, there's versatility there, but I don't see the... The, the big illustrious, uh, you know, CB in like, this game is either. It me, like, to me, Byron Jones is just a guy. Well, no, he, see, Byron, I think he brings you versatility. He's yeah. someone who can play both safety and cornerback. I think that has value to certain teams. And he is crazy athletic. Like, one of the better athletes yeah. in secondaries in then football. How come he never makes any plays? Like, you never, like, you look at his stat sheet, doesn't get a lot of interceptions, not a ton of pass deflections, like, where, where are the big time plays from this guy if he's if he's so athletic and good? I'm just telling you, man, he's crazy athletic. Look, that play you you can't just judge cornerbacks by deflections and interceptions. I mean, a lot of times balls don't get thrown their way if they're if they're playing well. That's you know what, what people I mean? said about Namdi. But he but, came but well, not look, Namdi was a mistake, and also Namdi. There like, it is again. Namdi also the Eagles, the one Eagles put him into a, <laughs> the Eagles also played him against his strengths. Like they didn't put him in a position to be successful. Like they put him in a bad scheme for his talent. Uh, you know, I, I think in a lot of cases, players are what their scheme are, and a lot of guys are talented enough to be good if they're used right. And I think that Byron Jones is someone who has enough talent where if used right can be a really good player. Yeah. I just agree with you that it feels like it's one of those situations where just because he's one of the best guys on the market in a thin market, he's going to get more than he's actually worth. So I agree he's, he's not worth the money. He's definitely more than he's actually but he, worth. I think, yeah. I think he's better than you're making him out to be, but he's not worth what he's going to get. And thus, I would much rather trade for Slack. Uh Real quick update, Adam Schefter also saying that they are in try trying to increase it to 17 games. It wouldn't start till 2021. They're a little far apart on that particular issue, but just wanted to throw I that in I think that's there. probably going to happen. 17 games in, in, in more happen. wild card I mean, is definitely going to happen. The NFL wants it, it's going to happen. Yep. Yeah, yeah. But my, my thing with Byron Jones, this is, this is a larger point. Like, I think we've gotten to a point where I see people arguing this on Twitter, like, where interceptions and sacks are just belittled to the point where it's like, well, he gets a lot of pressures. And there's true, there's value in pressure. Or like, you know, he doesn't get a lot of interceptions because he's not thrown at. Like, at the end of the day, if I'm paying a guy $18 million, $17 million a year, I need him making game-changing plays for me. Not just like being quality cover corner, like getting pressures but not sacks. Like, so when I look at Byron Jones or these other guys, it just concerns me that the Eagles would pay that much money potentially for a guy like that that's not making plays as opposed to just trading for Darius Slay who has a track record of making plays. He almost had a pick six six year against the Eagles. He dropped it, but he almost had it. <laughs> here's, here's what I'll say when it comes to that Dallas defense, though. I do think that they aren't using him in the best proper way for his skill set, as James said, because we've watched this team freaking every year and they don't do anything differently it's the right. it's the, well, the same Eagles defense doesn't change <laughs> no 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 worth. you're right but I, I think it is at least allows his athleticism to be a part of this defense as opposed to what they do in Dallas because everybody just sticks to their assignments they don't you know there's no inverted cover two that they're playing even though it doesn't feel like it's working here ever Byron Jones is a guy that could pull off what Schwartz wants more so I think he's an upgrade. Uh, it just depends on market and money, but I'm not opposed to him, but I'm more towards you where it's, 
I don't think he's like the spectacular corner. I also real quick be a bust here. I also think you can't lump sacks and interceptions together. I mean, interceptions are just harder to get. I mean, the people who lead the league in interceptions get way less interceptions than sacks. People on average. I mean, Darrell Revis, he had one year of six interceptions, one year of five, and then it's like three, two, two, one. He had four one year. Like it's just harder to get interceptions. Byron Jones. I was just going for the best cornerback of my lifetime, potentially, other than Deion Sanders, or certainly right. of the last whatever. Like I'm just pointing out that interceptions are a little different than sacks. I, I agree think you're with actually you. making my point. No, I'm, I'm not. No, be, yeah, because <laughs> I'm saying Darrell I, Revis, who we would all agree is probably the best cornerback since like, Dion, other right, than Dion, and is someone that was not targeted. They would call him Revis. That's Island. my point, yes, though. But, but he still came away with interceptions every right, year. But, right, and I'm I'm not talking about Byron Jones specifically. Not the two interceptions. I'm talking on the macro sense of like you can't say that you can't lump interceptions and sacks together in that same right, way. Right, I agree with you on that, but where I think you're, where I do think you're I agree with you. Look, two interceptions the, and his career is not great. It's, I, yeah. I, it's I, alarming. That, that is a, a red flag for yeah. me. I agree. I'm just saying that and the if, team it were, if it were six, yeah. it wouldn't right. be. And that's what's weird. And the fact that the team is letting him walk. Now, they have cap issues they I mean, do. with Dak they and do. Amari and everything, so there, there's some difference. But, but I have, I have yeah. decided which cornerback I do want the Eagles to sign. Okay. I agree with you. I saw you tweet this, and I, I this guy. I think I don't think mm-hmm. he's going to leave where he's at, but I would oh, love. I think he is really. Yeah. I would love to get him, James Bradbury. Do you think that's because of defensive changes possibly on the horizon? Or yeah, they got a new coach there. I also yeah. think he's just going to look to get paid, and I think the Panthers are probably not at a point where they're going to pay top. I mean, money they might the franchise him. He's a guy who could get franchised. I would. I mean, I think it's possible. It's possible, yeah. But to me, Bradbury is everything you're looking for. A he goes against elite receivers every week in the NFC South. Yeah. He travels with Michael Thomas. He travels with Julio Jones, Mike Evans, those guys. He's younger. Younger, 26 years old. Makes plays, right? Like, to me, if I'm putting up big money for a corner, Bradbury's a guy. 100, 100% agree with you. I like Bradbury way more than I like Byron Jones for the Eagles. He's a true number one corner. He's been a true number one corner. Again, he's younger than certainly than Darius Slay. Um, I I was under the impression he probably wasn't going to leave Carolina. If he is, if that if he's on the market for real, yeah, I, I love that idea. I would much rather go get James. And for what it's worth, the Eagles and Howie Roseman had an interest in him prior to when he was drafted. Yeah. So this is someone Howie has a history with. So I think you could see them go after him. What would you think of uh? Him. Oh no, I, I love it, and I was actually trying to go back to see if there was like how they left things in Carolina. The last thing he said, and this is uh, at the beginning of January. I feel like I'm the top corner in this league, and I want to be compensated as such. Good. Uh, so he's going to be expensive, obviously. But right. to your point, uh, he even mentions that you know I've covered Michael Thomas, Julio Jones, Mike Evans on a regular basis, and he's handled his own in those spots. So I, I love that idea. I just put him off of my list for the same reasons yeah. that James did. I was like, why on earth, even if you did a schematic change, why would you move on from why James Why would Bradbury? you franchise him was yeah, my thought. Like, if I'm the Panthers, exactly. I don't let that guy leave the building. But look, not all teams are run very yeah. well. So well, they're also in a position to change. Like maybe they're not expecting to compete next sure, year. Sure. Maybe so. Matt Rule comes in and says he's not my type of corner. Matt right. Rule's a defensive coach. Like who knows? I agree with you. But yeah, if he's out there, 100% with you. All right, time for the first game. Yes. Okay. All right, a little bit of a little bit of a tweak on this one. I so, like it. thank you. Next is what we're playing. Love it. It's one of my so favorite games. So, Pro Football Focus put out a list this week. Hate to break it to you guys, Carson Wentz, <laughs> not in the top 101 players from the 2000. Shocking oh, from no. those those guys. Now, I will say, with, never get it wrong. With receivers, maybe he'd have been top 90, right? I mean, you know, without the so. drops. Uh-huh. So, uh-huh. here's what I did. I wrote down all the quarterbacks that they put in the top 101. 
I'm going to say I'm Neo. And if, if you agree, you say thank you. If you disagree, Agree that you they say should next. be above Wentz? Agree or? they should be above okay. Wentz. Now, what I will clarify for this is this is not for this is for the 2019 season. Okay. This is not like overall. Okay. Who do you think? Who'd okay. You got? That's right. that's an important qualification. All right. I'll start with you, Barchard. Your boy, Dak Prescott, came in at number 93. 93. Uh, I think that's uh, I think that's right. I think it's might be a little low. So you're saying thank you. I'm saying thank you. I think that's yeah. That's that's about right. I I. I I mean, I, I know it's not cool to talk about Dak Prescott, but he did have a, a pretty phenomenal year. Had a very bad last game against the Eagles. Horrible. Yeah, that's where I was going to go. His, his clutchness factor is mean, The most like, important game. He wasn't there. It was horrible. He was very year. bad. He but, cost him that game. But yeah. I do I mean, I, think if you have a normal offense that isn't, you know, yeah, you obscure. A lot of talent around him. A lot of talent I wonder which him. way James is going. But, yeah, yeah I, I think that's fair. 93 is Next. Wow. wow. Because, again, like, when, when it mattered most, Carson Wentz carried his team to the playoffs and Dak Prescott didn't. I mean, yeah. you of anyone, Ellie, that's the way you look at quarterbacks. I agree. And, and, and did it with less talent around him. So I would say next. So ultimately, I do think Dak had a better year than Carson. Yeah. But at the end of the day, Long the QB win loss. Carson won the I division. Die. He beat him. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> is what it is. <laughs> All right, oh. I'm going to bounce around. I'm, I'm good now. I can just stop. We're good. Yeah. This yeah. is day made. My God. All right, Russell Wilson, number three oh, overall. Thank you, obviously. Thank you? Yeah. Yeah, thank okay. you. He was definitively ba- better. Patrick yeah, Mahomes, number four overall. Thank you. All right. Deshaun Watson, number 87. Way too well. What? I think, really? um, I think it's really close for me. I think he's the one who I would say him and Wentz are the closest. Ju- we're doing this just based on 2019. If I'm disagreeing with the ranking, I'm saying next. No matter you're what. You're saying if it's next. Yes. Yeah, you're next. You That's ridiculous. So you think Wentz was better than Watson last year? Oh uh, no, I don't. <laughs> yeah, I you're really not that. grasping I, now, the concept now I understand. of the game. No, all right. That's the thing. Thank you. Yeah. Means you agree. Next means. Yeah, I think. I yeah. think. Um, oh man, I'm I can really never decide how one. I feel about yeah, Watson. I. I He's right there with Wentz for me, both in terms of this past season and also in terms of, of future rankings, like in both of those lists. Man, I'd probably say next just because of what Wentz had around him, but I like if you could easily sway, sway me to saying thank Wentz you. Wentz was really that. bad in the middle of the year. He was. He was really bad. But so. again, Wentz protected the football really well. It's something he hasn't gotten credit for. I know the fumbles are there, but in terms of interceptions, and he got much better as the season went on. Man, I, look again. If you want to convince me to say, well, I, I'm, I, I almost want to say, even like they're right there. Not the name of the game. James. I know that's Thank why I said next. Yeah. But I again, don't I don't disrespect Ariana. I would never. Yeah. I would never. Yeah. I would never. Well, never. I would never disrespect the game. Ariana Grande, yeah. maybe. Oh come on. <laughs> All right, so you're going to pick. A I'm going to say next, but barely. Uh, you said thank you. I right? said thank you. You said thank you. Yeah, okay. I'm going to stay with that. All right. Where this would is you an go? Interesting one. I, I said thank you. Okay. I would agree with it. Yeah. Uh, Lamar Jackson. I mean, look. easy. Thank you. Yeah. It's not even fair. But here's what I would say: If we're talking like long term, I think I would take Carson. Over oh, Lamar. I definitely would. Yeah. I would too. I I, I think Lamar yeah, Jackson has guys, a has yeah. a has a a well, window. Not Mahomes. Yeah. Obviously. Not Ma- I mean, sorry, the ones we just. I, talked I about agree. Them. I think that <laughs> the, the I, bottom I, ones. I understand. I look, uh, Lamar Jackson at some point is going to have to play differently than or he, just prove you can do it for if you're going to sure. win this way prove but in you terms can do of it for like three this past year you yeah. have to take him yeah for just for 2019 the MVP yeah i agree with you okay aaron Rodgers, number 83 overall uh this is an easy one to me thank you yeah thank you, you no I no think- no next what am i saying next <laughs> next next because aaron Rodgers didn't have that great of a year 
I would like love I, to play a board game with you and just be like yeah, halfway I, through and you're just yeah. like, no, I, I, wait, what were the rules again? Yeah. <laughs> this is, yeah, I don't know why it's, so, it's not functioning in my brain. No, next. I, I think, uh, and this isn't because of the analytics and everybody trying to downplay how good Aaron Rodgers is. I think he's a great quarterback. I just didn't think he had that great of a year. That that offense really slowed, slowed itself down most of the time, so... No, I think I think Carson actually had a better year than he did. Uh, look, I think Carson's going to have a better 2020 than Aaron Rodgers, but I think you have to say thank you here. He went 13-3. and three. Also someone who didn't have a lot of talent around him at times. Devontae Adams missed games. So I would say I would say thank you. I think Aaron Rodgers should be ahead of him, but I don't think he should be ahead of it, as far ahead of him as PFF has he him ranked. Have like at least 20 spots. At least, right? exactly. Yeah. I so. think they're much closer than that, but I think you would have to put him ahead of him. So before we get into this next one, I'm going to remind you guys to download the Parks Casino Sportsbook app. Obviously, you can go to parkscasino.com slash PA. You can use the promo code BIRDS. And you get your first frisk-free bet up to $500 with the rule Barchett explained that I also cannot grasp <laughs> for some reason. Uh, put 500 in. They match it. That extra 500 you boom, can go and bet go. with. Uh, but you you don't get to pocket it. You just keep the profits from you betting on that extra $500. So the reason I'm bringing that up, not only to help you guys get free money, is because I would just like to remind Barchard that prior to the Eagles-Vikings game, you bet me the Eagles would beat the Vikings by 21 points. Yeah, I was really hyped, <laughs> hyped up. I was really, really hyped up. And not only did they not win by 21 points, they lost they got blown out. by 21 points. It's definitely my worst call of the year. Yeah. Kirk oh, Cousins, yeah. you were number pretty, 79 pretty down overall. after that one, too. I was, yeah, but yeah, you were very was sad. I was, I was, like, this, I this was worried about you. <laughs> when I was watching All or Nothing, I was hoping they would include a little more yeah, of me too. despondent Barcher. <laughs> he was a sad man that day. I remember walking back. I think that was me and Barcher recording the post one. We're, I'm walking back to my hotel, and I'm just like, man. No, no, no. No, no, that, no, was, no that was, was my. It was me well, and Barcher in was, my basement. I remember it vividly. Yeah, yeah. Was it Dallas? Vividly. Dallas, Dallas, you guys did. Dallas, yeah. was, Dallas you guys won. did. The, the right. Dallas blowout was you back. guys. Yeah. It was a rough middle of the year for Barcher. It was. Yes. I will say I bounced back after the Dallas loss, but it was still you depressed. Did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Kirk Cousins, number 79 overall. I'm, I'll start off with this one. This one is correct. This is a thank you. Yeah, Kirk Cousins had a better year than uh, I hate to admit it, but than Carson did. Yeah. yeah, I obviously would not take him over Wentz in any facet, but yeah, I think it's pretty inarguable. And I think he had a better year. You want a playoff game? I, I think Wentz Cousins is more debatable than you do for the future. I don't. But moving forward, I, I don't know. I don't. Unless not even close. Unless to me. Kirk can actually replicate this Kirk for a had second a great year. year. I mean, he was a, he was in the We've MVP discussion. Yeah. Like, you know, obviously he had a phenomenal year. Beat the yeah. Saints on the road. Uh, yeah, he won a yeah. playoff game. I agree. I, that's a so you're all saying thank you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. All right. This one is interesting. This is our last one. Okay. They had Ryan Tannehill <laughs> oh, at number 61 get the, get, overall. Get the fuck out of here. I have my here. thoughts. You guys go first. Get the fuck all the way next out of here. 63 over One, any of the guys 61. that we... Over all the guys that we just mentioned, and you can't clearly see that it is a scheme run thing of what they did and made... Uh, Derrick Henry finally so successful. They rolled him out. They they made passing lanes for him. And like I get the whole comeback player of the year thing, but Which man, is bullshit. By the way, he didn't come back from anything except being bad. <laughs> well, I mean, he, yeah, he, Next his to career was Marcus in the Mariota. That's what yeah. the rule. Fault. It's not like, he, but that's you know, what it is. That's the award. No, like, the award. I feel like is you're coming back. You from some feel type of adversity. like that is not what the award is. The award is the comeback player of the year. Someone who was down and out and came back. I mean, Ryan Tannehill's career was over. He was a backup quarterback and he went to the championship game. I look. I think that you guys are slightly underrating how good Ryan Tannehill well, was. Yeah, that's where I'm going. Yeah, he was very very good this year. I would still take Carson Wentz. I think what Wentz did in Just for the situation he was in was still more impressive, but 
I mean, I think Tannehill's right there. Like, it's very close. So I don't even yeah. think it's close. I think Tannehill had a way better 2019 than Carson. Tannehill did what Carson did, but then also, and I know Carson got hurt in the playoffs, so who knows what would happen. But anytime you end your season winning the division, beating Baltimore, and beating New England on the road, mm-hmm. like, it's not even I mean, comparable. Yo, if Carson did that, he like, threw for like 70 yards in those games. They, they, yes. In those Come games. on, you can't but give him the playoff Tannehill, wins. He had look, nothing to do with it. Tannehill's numbers, and I don't have them in front of me. He was very good, but in the playoff games, he had nothing to do with those yeah. wins. I mean, for I, all nothing intents, is nothing is strong. All right, I mean, he had very he had some little big time throws late in those he, games. So. Sure. What's, it, what's the difference between throws. him and Jimmy Garoppolo this year? Well, Garoppolo is better. First of all, Garoppolo should be on this list. It's interesting he's not. I should go back and double check. That's what I'm saying. You look at any of his games and you don't think, yeah, that's basically what Jimmy Garoppolo is doing. And yeah, he threw a little more. Sure, they trust him a little more to chuck it downfield. But like, I don't, I don't get that at all, man. I would that's, take Wentz going forward. Obviously, yeah. I think Tannehill. It'll be interesting to see what they do. Like, if you're the Titans, do you pick Tom Brady over Tannehill? I think that's a crazy discussion. That it's even a discussion, but I think it's a real one. The last one's Drew Brees, number 62 overall. I think we'd both agree thank you on that one. Yeah, you yeah. have to. Yeah. I, I think you do, obviously, numbers-wise. Though, to be fair, I mean, came up pretty small against the Vikings it at did. home. So that, that does did. factor in. But, yeah, I think just in terms of first wins, you have to. Oh, my gosh. We picked, the, uh, we picked the right night to record on freaking the new CBA rules. More coming out here now. Uh, Adam Schefter, under the current CBA, the NFL owners are pushing for the, the playoff. Oh, yeah, we know that part. The playoff field will be expanded while the regular season would be increased to 17 per game, and the preseason will indeed be shortened to three preseason games per source. So I don't like that. I like I love this. Yeah. I'm I think this great is with that. It could yeah. be two for all. Preseason games are fun for, from a coverage perspective. You see the guys play. It's oh, more, stop. I'm, look, I'm me? saying for my personal job, okay. and I hate going to MetLife. That's fine, but, but like, preseason has become something where the, where the stars don't play. Like It's like... It's yeah, just but not it, fun. It's like the XFL. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> right? I mean, it, is it, not is. Fun. it is. It is the XFL. <laughs> That's know, true. I don't know. So. Here's a take. I don't think you can hate preseason and love the XFL. I agree. I don't like either. How about that? Yeah. I, well, no, that's not true. Should I, mean, I tweet that? There's the you should tweet that. That's actually a very good take. I like that you a lot. You can't hate the preseason I, and I, love the I XFL. Can, hold on. I can hate the fourth preseason game, and I'll Why, gladly It's all the guys that, that you're watching on Sunday. Or whatever Saturday. Nah, not really. I mean, there's there's some. It's not it's not exactly that. No, you know what? It's probably better. It's probably higher quality football than the How XFL. How many people that you think? I mean, it is. Start? Like right? I, I mean, the so. guy, the bottom of the roster guys. You guys ever watch? You guys ever watch? The bottom of the roster guys are better than the XFL guys. They're on rosters. Like even the fourth week of the Does preseason. No, 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 no. You're still getting guys who are on NFL rosters. Like that's on, not just guys fighting guy, for it. They're guys who are on the roster. Let me ask you this, Archer. Since you watched them. How many players that are going to start in the XFL on Saturday did not play in the fourth preseason of an NFL game? Uh, like I guess no all of them. Yeah, yeah. Like maybe them more. Did. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. So, but they're not. But PJ Walker was one of those guys who was on the roster and now is getting an opportunity to to show his skills. That's and what he's doing in the fourth, the fourth preseason. So, game but is. it's not a. It's not just going to be a league consistently of preseason guys. Like eventually, yes, right down Anybody the line, works. there will it's be more works. talent it's involved in of, that. It's a league oh, of guys. So. It's a league of preseason guys and guys who couldn't even make the rosters to be in the. preseason. I think this is the most talented the XFL will ever be. <laughs> I agree with you. I completely disagree. Anybody that's good is just going to go to the NFL. I'm so with you. Not when there's no age restrictions to go to the XFL and somebody you mean, somebody along the line is going to fuck up as a sophomore and come to, to the XFL. Yeah. 
It, it's going to happen. I didn't think of that. A couple people aren't going to carry the, the league, No, but though. you get a couple more of these guys. Maybe you find some gems that are in the NFL yeah. right now and on and on. It's never Who, going. No one is leaving it, the NFL the, for the guys, XFL. The Nobody. Is never, Zero people. It's never. Zero people It's never the going to be the NFL. It's not supposed to be the NFL. That's it's supposed our to be point. a development league. It, that's the point. Right. Of, that's what I'm saying. It's all going and to get better. And that's why it's is just not, not that fourth, good. But is not the fourth preseason game essentially a developmental game? The f- who's, it's who even up, better. It's guy, people trying to make guys, rosters. The guys on the roster can't play football. The, the, the ones that we're talking about. So if you can develop Which them, guys, from, just I care how you talking about this. All point. of them that you're talking about. The in guys the, that can or cannot make the roster. QB number three, running back number five, wide receiver number seven. They're all on NFL rosters, doing nothing, not getting experience anyway. At least you can develop them there. Maybe year after year, you got, you do. You're arguing a different yeah, point. Yeah, here. I, I'm arguing all, all the points. I'm no, just no, saying. But all, no. What I'm saying is. The, like when the, people say they hate the preseason, right? It's because like, oh, these guys can't play. Like, who wants to watch it, right? Those guys are in the fourth preseason game, are the XFL. Like, those and, are the and, same and guys. Some are better, is my and point. And guess what? In February, if I want to know if Alex fucking Singleton can play or not, and the XFL finally goes and says we will partner with the NFL to be a minor league system, that is interesting to me, and it's going to be well, interesting that, that, to everybody else. So, but it, don't so, you think you find out more about Alex Singleton in a fourth no, preseason game? No, absolutely not. Of course a fourth, you do. A fourth preseason he's got a game doesn't tell to make me an shit. NFL roster. No, I love how passionate you are. Because it's ridiculous. <laughs> such this a is, bad day. This is what we argue all the time on why we hate the fourth preseason game, because guys aren't developed. There's nowhere to take them after they show you what they have or not, and maybe or maybe not they'll be on an NFL field. That's it. We get upset about freaking guys like Henry Josie and uh, Raheem Mostert, who's been cut seven times and then finally became an all-star. Like there are potentials all over the place, yeah, especially with linebackers and running backs. Yeah, I, I a agree point, with you. Man. It's good to have another league where these guys can develop. I agree with you about that, right? But the point I'm making is, you can't not like the fourth preseason game. That's no, no. When here's it's the why. same here's thing. Why. It's not the same thing. Those guys are going to play every single time instead of just three quarters and you barely but know wait, anything wait, about them. I'm just them. curious. When you say the guys are going to play every single time, what do you mean? They're prepared to play football games like they're starters as opposed to like, okay, we'll get you some minutes oh, in there and go XFL make an opportunity. Yes. But that's the difference. That's a big difference between like seeing how less important these guys are going to be are and I like the third preseason game format. You like the third preseason I, game format. You just don't know it yet. The third you're gonna, preseason you're game? You're going to love it. Three instead of four. We're just talking about the fourth preseason oh, game. Oh, no. Yeah. You're, yeah. I'm saying, I'm having saying three have, instead of four. Oh, like I agree with that. Happy. I love yeah. that. I said that from and the beginning. Well, and my point was, for my job, I enjoy the fourth preseason game because it's more intriguing. Now, I do, again, I hate driving into MetLife and covering it, but, like, <laughs> you know, I do like it from that perspective. Overall, I still think... It's the same thing. I don't think you can like the fourth preseason game and like the NFL. So, I mean, the XFL. <laughs> All right. Let's get into this next topic I want to talk to you guys about. So, when we talked about the offseason, we always talk about they got to address receiver, cornerback, those type of things. I think two big, big, very big issues that are staring this team in the face that we're not talking about enough is Malcolm Jenkins and Zach Ertz. If they lose either of these guys, it's a massive blow. I don't think they're going to lose Zach Ertz. I think there's a, I've started to think there's more of a chance they're going to lose Malcolm than I used to. I would even put it at like 50 50. Wow. Maybe 60 40. He's back if I had to lean one way. But interesting. The Eagles really messed up with both these guys. Malcolm, they should have paid last year. Now you're going to have to pay him a deal like 12 to 13 million a year because there's enough safeties around the league at Malcolm's age at 31 32 that are getting that money. I, I went and I looked. And these following safeties, Earl Thomas, Kareem Jackson, and Rashad Jones, all over 30, 
they're 31, 31, and 32, all making over $12 million yeah. a year, right? And Malcolm but, is 33? He's or he's going to be 33 now. for he's next season? Now, okay, yeah. I'm just trying to – but, yeah, yep. okay. All right, and then now one – a player I also compared him to just in terms of how much he does is uh, Tyron Matteo out of uh, Kansas City. Say it again? City. Yeah. I know, I can't <laughs> say it. God damn it. I tried to get by it quickly. <laughs> Matteo. No, I don't think that's correct. Yes. It's not Matteo. That's his name. Barchard? Uh, I, I thought it was – yeah, I thought it was Tyrone Matthew. It's Matthew. I thought it was Matthew. Matthew. I don't know why yeah, I said yeah, Matthew. Yeah. Oh. Ma- Matthew. <laughs> Matthew. I was like, I know I'm saying it wrong. Yeah, I know it's you're Matthew. Oh, yeah. It's Matthew. Matthew. I don't yeah. know why I said Matthew. So he's 27. Matthew! Matthew! <laughs> Sorry, it's he Matthew. doesn't know what that is. Yes, either. Matthew. Yeah, I have no idea what that is. Is that from the movie from earlier? No, it's, whatever, that's, that's, Taco it's and 1994. Taco. Yeah, Taco, <laughs> All right, so I took Earl Thomas, Cream Jackson, Matteau, Rashad Jones. Matthew. Matthew. And I compared Malcolm to them last year. Last year, if you looked at those five safeties, Malcolm was second in snaps, second in tackles, first in tackles for a loss, first in first f- forced, ah, forced fumbles, first in quarterback hits, fifth in interceptions, not great. And then if you want to use just coverage, which is hard for us to judge since we didn't watch all snaps of all those guys, Pro Football Focus had him as the second best safety among those five. So my point is this. If you're Malcolm, you can go to the Eagles and say, give me a deal worth 12 or $13 million a year or I'm out. And if you're the Eagles, you're fucked if that happens because you have nobody to replace him. He's the most important player on the defense besides arguably Fletcher Cox, and you could debate that. Yeah. But he's yeah. he's the most— I'd still say Fletcher, but I get right. it. But he's, he's irreplaceable. It is very tough to replace Malcolm. You can't do it through the draft, at least not next year. And if you're going to sign a safety, you're going to pay $14 million a year anyway. The Eagles basically have to pay Malcolm, and I know people are against it because of his age, but I think it's an absolute no-brainer. They put themselves in the situation, and they have to do well, it. Well, even more to the politics side of this is, you know, Alshon Jeffries sitting here who's going to be at a minimum an $11 million cap hit, however you try minimum, and slice it. Yeah, like 12 it. or 13, I yeah, think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so there's that, and he is gone to bat in a lot of different ways now he put himself out there you know uh uh, a a lot of the time uh for you know being that being that leader and being the guy and we we all know this like he stands there and is the accountable one for that locker room uh from from that to the fans he's the leader always in there doing that stuff there's no get the fake c's they hand out malcolm is a captain of that team yeah uh the orlando skandrick stuff like everything that has gone on that locker room there hasn't been Malcolm, you know, coming out and saying one way or the other uh, and has defended the team and his teammates and has made sure that he is part of that, you know, Doug Peterson Leadership Council and all all of that stuff. Uh, You can't look at the deals that they've given out just on the team alone and be like, no, I'm sorry, we're we're not going to allow you to to make this extra money here. I'm with Elliot. I think it's suicide not to do this. Yeah, look, I think I think the best point you made is they really dug themselves a hole. They should they should have paid him last year. Like when he wanted his money last year before last year younger, you paid a year younger. That 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 was then that was the mistake. I agree with you a hundred percent. I agree. I think they've kind of backed themselves into a corner now. I don't know how you kind of. I mean, there's a team that says they want to compete every year. They want to get younger, but they still want to compete every year. So I don't know how you do that without Malcolm Jenkins. I'm leery, obviously. If he's going to be 33, you're talking about, what, three more years? I mean, if we're talking a two-year deal, I feel a lot better about it. Three-year deal, I get a little nervous. But I I haven't figured out a way to rationalize not paying him and feel okay about it. So let me run this But again, I do think that, like... It is likely we've seen the best of Malcolm Jenkins. That is something that has to be said. He's played every single freaking snap, which 
to his to his benefit to, to that adds his value but I mean how long can he keep doing it for is the worry so when Malcolm was 27 years old that was his first year with the Eagles yep he had 80 total tackles three interceptions three tackles for a loss a forced fumble 15 pass deflections zero sacks 32 years old this was last year 80 tackles again six tackles for a loss four force forced fumbles eight pass deflections two and a half sacks like I agree with you no one beats father time no denying that yeah but of I would argue any player on the Eagles, there is Malkin gives you the least concern that he is going to drop off. He's been amazingly consistent. He's never hurt. You don't want him, like when he's 36, obviously, in four years, you don't want to still be paying him. But I'm perfectly okay giving this guy like a two or three year fully guaranteed deal so you know that he's here well, and that he's going to be a part of He's Sorry. versatile too, and also he is smart. And yes. I do think that that is something where you look at players aging. Guys who understand their body, understand scheme, understand what they do, I do think that that is important. Uh, so, I, look, again, I lean towards paying him, but I definitely am nervous about it. The last thing I'll say about it is look at the ages of all those guys right there. Earl Thomas, major injuries, 31. Kareem Jackson, 32. I believe had a huge ACL during his career. Somebody can mm -hmm. correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. Uh, the Honey Badger, we obviously know that. Younger. Uh, I don't know about uh, Jones. I don't think Rashad Jones but, uh, but But regardless of that, these guys are still healthy and playing. And I'm not saying like the, the 30 rule in sports is out of date. But and Malcolm's never had a big injury. Right. You can wiggle and find... You know, the special ones can continue on the same reasons why people get concerned about Darius Slay for the same reasons. I think you can you can have that three-year window and be okay. We know that Malcolm has – skills aren't aren't all quite there, but, I mean, Jesus, it doesn't seem like there's the what, – what's the difference between that and the next guy you would replace And, they, and they've painted themselves into a corner. Yeah. I'll also say this. If they move on from Malcolm, in my opinion, it is unacceptable on, on – in almost any circumstance. Like, yeah. if they trade him for, you know, like, Michael Thomas, like, yeah, that's different. <laughs> but, like, yeah. if, if they trade him for a third, I don't want to hear anything about, like, wow, a third-round pick for no. an older safety. If they trade him for a second, yeah. I don't want to hear it. Yep. If you're competing next year, you pay Malcolm Jenkins. Yep, I agree. All right, Zach Ertz. Two years left but he's prop on his deal, but he's probably going to want a new deal this offseason because George Kittle is going to get one and Travis Kelsey is going to get one. They're going to reset the market. I'm going to ask you guys a question and see if you can guess it. How many players in the NFL since the start of 2018 have had more targets and catches than Ertz? Is that specific? Regardless of position. Okay. Uh, since more 2017? Since for the last two seasons. For the start of 2018. Uh, Michael, Michael Thomas. Thomas. <laughs> yeah, I just said his name. Uh, yeah, well, that's Travis, the obvious Travis one. I mean, he said the cat tracker. Um, Travis Kelsey, no. No, I wouldn't have thought Kelsey. Um, Tyreek Hill? Nope. No, no, definitely not. I mean, talking about DeAndre Hopkins, maybe? Yep. Um, oh, right. I'm trying to... Um, not many more Wait, that are popping two, into my head. More? There's two more. Um, oh, there's two more. Okay, so um, it's gonna be. Oh, uh, Mike Evans. Nope. No, he's been hurt. <laughs> um, hold on. Uh, so Thomas. OBJ. Hopkins. Nope. No. Um, yeah, thing really screwed him up. Um, I'm out. That's. I can't think of anything. Amari more. Cooper. Nope. Um, one more guess, and then I'm okay. Out. One more guess. I will go with. Hmm. You're gonna kick yourself when I say. <laughs> yeah, there's one yeah, obvious really one bad. that I know. I'm I'm trying to think. Oh, Julio. No, Julio. Yeah. Oh, Julio. Okay. Good. Oh, and then yeah. Devonte Adams. From oh, the oh duh. That should have been obvious man. too. So, but the point is, they're all receivers too. This is the point I'm making. The Eagles are gonna give Zach Ertz number one receiver type money. That's what they're gonna have to give him. When you look at how these deals are gonna be set, 
what Ertz means to the offense. Like, I know he's technically a tight end, but he is a number one receiver. The defense plays him different when they're out there. They target him an insane amount of times. They gave Alshon Jeffrey an average of $13 million a year on his last deal. Ertz's deal was at $8 million. He's going to want more than Alshon. He has 113 more targets than Jeffrey does since the start of 2018. Would you give well, Ertz... Jeffrey's been hurt, too, but I... Well, that's Jeffrey's... Yeah, yeah fault, I agree. But, I agree. Yeah. So, here's my question. Ertz is... 31? No, I 30? think he's 30. Okay. He's 30 years old. Or he's, yeah, he's 30 years old. Would you give him a deal worth $15 million a year for the next three years? And that might be honestly a bargain for what. Uh, here's, well, it's not Zach Ertz's fault, right? Like, I, I, I just have an issue with what are we doing with the makeup of this offense and these two tight ends? Are, we, are they good enough to be all around that it, it does feel. Very Grant Hernandez-ish. That didn't come out right. Uh, but I, I don't think they're going to do that. You know, I just don't. But having well, less Apparently play- the guy they brought in from uh, the assistant coach that's not Oh, from, uh, from uh, Mississippi State or yeah, whatever. Apparently yeah, apparently his big thing is two tight end sets. Okay, all right. So well, you, you have to bring Ertz back. Yeah, you, you, I mean, d- you, you do. I mean, you have to pay Ertz. Okay, so right. here, here, okay, I agree with you on this. But 15 million a year is a lot. It is. A lot of money. And, like, you guys, I mean, you kind of brought him up, but what are we doing with Dallas Goddard here? Is he just going to be a backup the rest of his career? Is he going to play 50% of the snaps? Like, look, I think Zach Ertz is a phenomenal player. He's a Hall of Fame caliber player. I think that there's a bit of emotion in this answer when we're all saying give him $15 million a year. Well, he's better than Dallas Goddard. He's better than Dallas Goddard for sure. And 15 million, yeah. I but agree. I don't know for how much longer. seems like a lot to me. Yeah. I, I don't know if, I know what you're saying about him deserving wide receiver one money based on his numbers, but he's still a tight end. Like, it's a fact. But when Travis Kelsey and George Kittle, Kittle get number one type receiver money. Both guys are younger, especially Kittle. Well, no, Kelsey's is the same age. Especially Kittle, I was yeah, saying. Especially yeah. Kittle's Kittle. younger. Kittle's going to get more than both of them. Yeah, sure. and he should. Um, okay. But, I, and he's a, a better blocker, too. So Yeah, he's a better player. I mean, Kittle's yeah. better than Ertz. To, yeah, because if we're talking about this on like individuality and what he's done for this team, it's the same reasons that I would say that's why you got to pay Malcolm. But but uh, And and I think he well, affects the, the game is, way more than we give it, give it credit for because he's just a guy that just gets open and catches a lot of footballs, and he's the, the best friend of the quarterback and all that other stuff. No, he changes games. We, we realize that now when it's, you know, Dallas stepped up when he was hurt this year. Um, I just have a big problem with not getting those two guys more involved. And, and this is why I'm actually going to change my answer. It's something you said. I don't disagree that, uh, that Carson played with better no-name guys, but I think they need to. the focal point of this offense needs to be more on them uh, and, and more or less like you need Deshaun Jackson, but outside of that, I don't care who plays wide receiver as long as those two are the focal point of the offense. I, but, but I I know that I can limit big playability. I think the difference between Malcolm and I, it's a good comparison, but yeah. I think the difference to me is you have Dallas Goddard. You have no backup at safety. So I would pay Ertz, but I think it's an interesting question. Like when Howie says he wants to get younger and faster, signing Ertz up for a thir- at 30 years old for $15 million a year does not accomplish either of those goals. Especially yeah. when he has two years left on his contract. He has two years right. left on his contract. So, but... But now, then you get in a situation we just talked about with Malcolm where you <laughs> wish you had paid him before. If you, that's like if you pay Malcolm, so, you have to pay Ertz. Yeah. That's, that's how it goes. You do, but like, so let's say you're the Eagles and you're saying to Ertz, I'm not giving you the money you want. If you're Ertz, like this is your chance to get paid. I don't think Ertz would ever force a trade out of here or anything, but I think this is a situation worth keeping your eyes on, especially if they pay Ertz a ton of money. And this is also another instance where the Alshon thing really hurts you because you extended his deal another yep. year. 
So I think the Ertz situation is very interesting when you consider how much money he's going to ask for. And it's really not a slam dunk decision. Like, I always defend Ertz, but with Goddard there, I think it's di- I think it's difficult. Well, the right. Alshon thing, too, really quickly, it's funny because about five <laughs> times during this pod, I keep wanting to say, it's Howie. He'll be fine. He'll structure it the right way, the right. cap stuff. But then the Alshon thing happens, and it, well, the doubt well, creeps in. Well, I, I just want to point out that I missed this this morning. Jeff McClain keeps saying that, you know, he's seen the Jeffrey contract in November, and the thing that uh, is in there, if anybody publicly makes a comment, you know, criticizing teammates that reasonably determines yeah, it's in its own discretion. Pull that off. I think they're going to make a case. I don't think they will. They're going to try everything to get him off this team. I, so. I think they're just going to they're either going <laughs> to cut him or trade him. I, I think going down the road of trying to prove a player was behind an anonymous quote. It's just a bad look for the organization. Yeah, I don't think it's something right you want to do. That's I right. agree. All right, two more games. Two quick ones. First one, retweet like block. Okay. The theme for this week is old things. Okay. <laughs> All right. That, <laughs> so and as a reminder, I know why you're not at, playing. Is this a shot at <laughs> me or? Yeah. So the first two are John and James. Okay. Now. All right. So remember, you retweet the one you like the best. Like is second place. Block is third. Okay. Nintendo 64. Ooh. Game Boy, any variation you want. Okay. The first PlayStation. PlayStation retweet. Uh, I'll like Game Boy and I'll get rid of the N64. I'll block that. So funny. Yeah. I have Game Boy in the middle too, but I'm retweeting N64. Yeah. Bond, I was always Bond, the best game guy. of all time. The uh, then, uh, like Game Boy and uh, and Black PlayStation. I did like the remote. I mean, like the the controller better on the PlayStation. Little toggle. I like the toggle on no. that. Yeah, I, I like the PlayStation the controller. I couldn't stop playing Twisted Metal. So, like, for me to get rid of PlayStation would be it's ridiculous. Awesome. Yeah, I'm All happy right. you went with those because if you had said anything newer, I would have never played it. So. <laughs> That's why it's called Good old work. things. All right, Dunkaroos. Oh. Ooh. Polio cheese string. Yeah. Oh. Push pops. Ooh, God, that's so hard. It's an easy one for me. Well, the uh, it's block the one. Easy. Yeah, the block's easy for me too. It's push pops. It's a, such a clear block of push pops. I am retweeting push pops. You guys oh are my God, insane! Those push were the pops, best things of my childhood. That was the clearest. They're block. very good. Don't like, get me wrong. Elliot, but. in the history of retweet like block, that might have been my easiest block yet. My All tough right, call wow. is Dunkaroos and Polio. I think I'd still have I'd go to. Polio. Yeah, I was about to say. I think I'd have to retweet Polio and like Dunkaroos, but it's close. Uh, I was gonna. So you're actually retweeting push pops. I'm retweeting push wow. pops. I'm liking Polio and Man, I'm that blocking. That might be Dunkers. your worst take ever, Barger. Dunkaroos are very are good. But you also only got like three or four little it's, crackers. It's in crackers there. and more than that, chocolate. but I agree. You okay. can't get those uh, anywhere. Don't hate on Dunkaroos, buddy. All right, they're coming back. I know. I heard. That's pretty. That's cool. I still like all three of them. I'm just Next saying. one. Yeah. Recess on a nice day. Ooh. A fun day at gym class, or a field trip, but it's at a kind of a boring place. Like Colonial Williamsburg, yeah, oh, or like some like. Did you take that trip too? <laughs> Who didn't? Man? Oh yeah, that's a, that's a, did you do the overnight trip though? No, we did the day trip. Who I was think. the uh, social studies teacher in Holly Kong again, uh, Mister? Uh, uh, no, I had a uh, miss something with oh, an yeah, F. Okay. Something with an F. I can't All remember. Right, guys, I'm feeling left. I locked out. her out of the classroom <laughs> once though. I would, it was uh, a real dick move by me. Yeah, well, we'll block the boring classroom trip because like but I, you do get a full day out of school. That's I know, yeah. not really because one of your parents is going to chaperone or one of your friend's parents is going to chaperone. It's not as cool. The overnight is fine. Uh, I'll, I'll block that. I will retweet recess on a perfect day and then do gym like the gym oh, class. See, I love yeah. gym class. Yeah. I love a good game of dodgeball yeah. or something like that. So I would actually retweet a great gym class. Um, I guess I uh, honestly I think I might go field trip like in recess. Oh, interesting. Block. It is exciting leaving school, walking yeah, to the bus. Recess like, yeah, recess is just so you know it's it's you know. Plus, if you don't have any friends, who do you play Aww. with at recess? Not my problem. <laughs> I have no idea what I feel like. But I have no idea. Also, fun fact: in my gym class, yeah. we used to uh, play with. 
plastic bags from a uh, like the grocery store and we juggle them. Oh, that nice, was like one of our nice. activities. <laughs> <laughs> All right, gave, they give you plastic bags and said yeah, juggle. Essentially, that was my gym class. All right, last one: Razor scooters. Yeah. Bikes. Mm-hmm. Rollerblades. Retreating the bike. Obviously. Liking Clear rollerblades, retreat. blocking the scooter. Ah, we are the same. Yeah. I, I think I'm the same on that yeah. one as well. Yeah. I mean, did bike guy, is such a clear retreat. Did your guys' rollerblades, were you the brakes in the front or the back? Always in the back. The back. They're yeah. not rollerblades. The well, but then when you became a serious rollerblader, you took the brake off, off altogether. You took the two middle wheels out. Yeah. never good enough then for Then you that. started yeah. grinding, baby. I, I used to grind. I used to attempt to grind. Yeah. yeah. And yep. uh, yeah, I skated every single day. Like it was for for <laughs> every. Barger just I've ever cruising heard. around with his push pop. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do you wear a helmet? Never. Because uh, you get uh, this is you definitely have never seen this movie, but well, maybe you have. Airborne? Air- are you going Airborne? Yeah, <laughs> I loved Airborne back in the day. When I saw Snake in Airborne, that was it. I just airborne tried to become was a badass. So cool! <laughs> and I bet if I watch it now, I'd be like, "Wow, they're not cool." <laughs> yeah, Jack Black's in it. You'd love it. I for think me, like I remember thinking, uh, "Oh, I'm gonna forget the name now." What was the one? It wasn't Recess. Oh, Rocket Power. I don't with rem- the kids. I don't remember Rocket Power at all. Maybe I misremembered the name. Wow. Rocket I don't know. It was from, Power. I think, were, I think they lived in Hawaii, and they were like, all right, well, I'll look it up. <laughs> no, it's there. Rocket Power. They lived yeah, in Rocket Hawaii? Yeah, Rocket Power, yeah. Otto goes down in a bruise. Yep, he wore helmets. Bruise Man's things. Curve. <laughs> yeah, that was my it. type of show. Okay. All right. Last segment of the pod. Long pod today. It's good to have love stuff it. to talk about. Yeah, it's good. All right. Major BFF alert. Barchard, I'll go with you first. Okay. How often do you lose your socks that you're willing to give up? <laughs> you have no 18, idea. I saw this too. $1,800 a year to not lose I couldn't lose believe it. Was, I was like, this is the worst either or of all time. Listen. You I would sooner, one, what, $5 one day, you just buy new socks. Can I answer real that quick makes, before you that go? That involves more time. I would, more time. I would not wear socks every day for a year for $1,800. Yeah, I agree. You would just Concur. wear no socks? No for, socks. Just sure. for $1,800 a year, you would wear no socks? Hell yes. That's ridiculous. Socks are So fine. you actually care about the socks that much? Not me. And it's not me. How many socks do you lose? I don't thing. lose many no, no, socks. No, no. You got to understand. I feel like I wear them out every, everybody, and then they're done. Everybody looks at this question and go, oh, John loses his socks all the time. I mean, maybe. I, yeah. I, I don't I don't have problems. <laughs> yeah, that's nails. true, but that's yeah. not what I'm talking about. Well, it was from your if, Twitter account. Yeah. If if you have to run around and find socks for two kids every single morning and they can't put them on, it is a fucking nightmare. All Why the, do same, the socks the have same to match? with the same with Carrie. Like she just I don't know what it is. The socks are just gone. No one has socks in the house. So when I thought about it, I go, man, uh, what's a good price point? If I would have said a dollar, I think it would have been a more interesting dollar question. Dollar we're talking. Five sure. is probably too much, but five still. Five is not probably. For, five for me, is absolutely too for much. Me, for me, I would. I, I don't want to. Th- if if I have Money a choice. Money back No, no. Here, it's not even Did that. you win a bet? If Again, I have a like choice. Three days for the rest of my life. For the rest of the year. For the rest of my life, if I don't have to think about socks, I don't need the 1800 a year. You have a that's, real sock thing going on. It is horrible in you my You realize over, over 10 years, that's like. You know, almost twenty thousand dollars. Think about yeah. all the socks you could buy. Well, you it, could send one I of these could, kids to college for a fucking semester. Or I, could, <laughs> I could simply uh, cancel cable and save myself more money. You know, if, if you if you save that five bucks every day until these kids go to college, you could almost send them to school yeah, for how, a year. And how often are you saving five dollars? But how many socks would they be missing? <laughs> all right, James. Since it is high hope season, everybody should be listening to it. Go listen to. Uh, go download it. You and. Jack Fritz. Now, I'm going to say this. No one get mad at you for the answer because you love both teams. I know okay. you know. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, boy. Uh-oh. Which would bring you more personal satisfaction? Carson Wentz leading the Eagles to a Super Bowl or Bryce Harper leading the <laughs> Phillies to a World Series? <laughs> oh, yeah, baby. This is like picking between my children. 
Um, honestly. Or potential son-in-law. Honestly, and it's funny because I don't think any championship ever for the rest of my life or before will matter as much as the 2017 Eagles because of what it meant for the city, what it meant just for, for you know, the belief that it was never going to happen and all that stuff. But I actually think Harper leading the Phillies just... I thought you would say Yeah, that. and if nothing else, because I just saw the Eagles win a Super Bowl. And, you know, it's been over a decade since the Phillies won a World Series. It's been over eight years, nine years since they made the playoffs. And, like, Bryce's... He's so Philly. Like, it hurts how Philly this guy yeah. is. I, I just, I need playoff baseball back at Citizens Bank Park. I will say the Phillies, but, man, again, I, I want both to happen. What do, you, what, what do you think your co-host Jack Fritz would say? What, what do you mean? He would oh, say, he wouldn't okay, even, that's actually an interesting question. He does Mr. Like, love no, Carson no. Wentz. No yeah. way. But, he no, he would blink. absolutely take the Phillies. Yeah. It's not All even right. a question. By the way, so would I. You would? Wow. I want the Phillies to go. Nice. Just get it done, man. Carson Carson's leading gonna the get Eagles to the Super Bowl would be a very emotional roller coaster for my brand. <laughs> <laughs> it would be very interesting to see how my Twitter. Do you think Carson Wentz is going to win a Super Bowl? I mean, if I had to bet my life, I would say no. Well, Eagles, here's the Eagles sad only thing: won one I'm not asking 50. you to bet your life. I'm prefer, asking you to, I would as prefer. I would prefer. I would prefer Harper and the Phillies to win, as I just said. But I actually think. It's more. I think Carson Wentz will win a Super. Bowl. I think the. I think Carson has a better chance than Bryce Harper does. I was yeah. Sure. yeah. I, I think, believe in the Eagles' infrastructure more than I believe. I also in the think like Carson's on the short list of guys. It's just really, really hard to win a Super Bowl. Yeah. So like Carson could play ten years here, be amazing, not win a Super Bowl, and his career would still be a success. But the fact that Foles won one is always going to kind of complicate. Yeah, the for argument. sure. It just yeah. is. Like it is. It's just, yeah. It's I mean, reality. James said he's the best quarterback in the history of the franchise because he won it. So, all right, that was good. Long pod, but I enjoyed it. We had a lot of different I stuff love to talk this about. Stuff. Next week, actually, next week I'll be here, but I will have just gotten off a plane from the combine. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's what I'm talking about. A lot of time, stuff to baby. talk about. So thanks again to everybody for listening. Come check out Parks Casino. Check out the Parks Casino Sports Bet app. And real quickly, we will not be on Saturday afternoon because yes. Phillies, Phillies baseball, baseball oh, is on. Also, air. won't it's be on which. next Saturday afternoon. Because of Phillies baseball? Philly baseball. All there right. we go. All right. Phillies baseball. Get your fix from so us should we, right here. Should we give a – you tell us. Do you want an extra pod then if we don't do you – know, Well, the, let's the not radio. let them make this nah, decision. Nah, nah, nah. Well, this no, week I saying. can. I'm going to be away this weekend. We will find, figure it out. If you guys want an extra pod during the week, we don't have the radio show, let us know. If not, I mean, I'm sure – I mean, once Elliot comes back from the combine, there's going to be news galore to be happening. Oh, yeah. I think a lot's going to happen at the combine. Yeah. All right. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. This has been Go Birds. Talk to you guys at an undisclosed next date. <laughs> <laughs>